Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Craze Cast, the podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings you closer to the action. My name is Roxy, and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay and Amber. Hello. Hi. To keep up with all our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Craze Magazine and YouTube The Craze for exclusive interviews as they come up. Before we begin, we'd like to give a big shout out to our Patreons that help make this episode possible. Big thanks to Danielle, Stuart, me, and Brienne for their support. If you're interested in joining our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash craze magazine to check out all the great perks we have for our members. So how are we doing? Uh, had a huge serotonin burst earlier, so uh, I'm trying to recover from that, but I'm doing quite all right. Don't lie to people. As we're recording this, IU's teaser came out and Jay, Jay lost her mind a little bit. It's fine. It was great. Yes, yes, I did. So, okay, I'm going to hop off my IU agenda. I swear. I talk about her almost every week. I'm good. It was like, it was a dead ass screech though. It was great. We love fangirl moments in this house. Listen, when I get my hands on that, I will, I'm going to die because <laughs> I love her. And it's like, yay, finally. Now just release your album details because I want to know. That's true. She's like, here's a pre-release, but that's it. I don't like when they do that. I want I, the full album. Exactly. Just give it to me already, please. She's like, y'all can wait. Y'all can be patient. Oh, man. I thought, okay, so we all talk about how like October, November, September time period is so stressful in K-pop for us. No one told us about the the start of the year releases. It's really been one after another since January 1st. Like, I know that we're almost at the end of the month, but at the same time, it feels like no time has passed, but all time has passed. And I just don't know if that's because of the Rona or not, but I I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone 24-7. So because we literally have had more than one release daily this month, do you guys have a favorite? Personally, Epic High. Gotta just say, like, first album I actually listened to, like, full album I listened to this month. I have to second Epic High, Rosario, Chef's Kiss, and the fact that we got CL and Zico on the track. Did y'all know that Tabo and the rest of the Epic High members almost scrapped Rosario because they said that it wouldn't be worth it if CL wasn't on the track? Wow, really? I saw that. Also today, uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Twitter today, um, but did you see Tablo uh, literally started a trend of people uh, texting Rosario lyrics to people and uh poor Eric got roped into the middle of it I love Tableau didn't he he just uh bring his podcast back too just for a one-off episode he claims damn it I love I love Tableau's podcast I don't I mean I think that all of us here are big fans of Epic High and Tableau in general so like I just want them to do things all the time I mean, Tableau's been around since I was eight years old. Like, his first album in Epic High came out when I was eight. I feel like we've watched his daughter grow up, too, (laughs) which is really cute. Right? Like, I'm just like, man, how does what? Like, almost a teenager? A teenager now? Almost, I think. And, oh my god, it's like, Tableau, if Tableau's world revolves around that little girl, and I just love to see it. I love, I love K-pop dads. Or like, like Korean celebrity dads. I feel like we don't get enough of that content. Just gotta watch Return of the Superman. Because That's very true. Dads. But then again, 
not all K-pop dads are Tableau. Tableau is just another another world of K-pop dad. It's a good serotonin boost for anybody that needs it. If you yes. want to watch uh, Haru, my favorite episode from Return of Superman was the episode she saw Big Bang. That was like the cutest like episode, especially she gets shy around GD. And I was just like, oh, I love this little kid because this is like, I was just like, I want to be you <laughs> meeting my favorites. Isn't that the same episode where she told Huni from Winter that he was ugly? I think so or something like that. Like Inner Circle's collective hearts dropped because like Haru's like, Huni, no, not pretty. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> bro, Haru, you can't say that to his face. Kids have no filter, man. They will, they are scary uh another thing that has happened within the couple last couple of days is all the news about the kingdom coming out about which groups the fact that icon is going to be on it mm-hmm. <laughs> wait they are I- i've missed this completely mm-hmm. icon at stray kids the boys are confirmed monster x was going to go but they turned it down so you know monster x has pissed off mnet so we know we ain't gonna see gravity or monster x on any mnet shit for a while apparently sf9 and b2b are in discussions b2b will be an interesting one because of what's happened with ilhoon speaking of b2b did you guys see what Sub did during their online concert no what he did Okay, so Chansub literally, they were singing something. I completely missed the song, but he deadass looked at the camera and showed seven on his hands and like the fandom imploded. Ooh, dang. I feel like Changsub and Unquang have like nothing to lose anymore, so they should really just go wild. The fact that like we got such a blatant like fuck you basically is like nuts like cube has been like y'all know i predicted cube is on thin ice in 2021 like the fact that clc members have been removing clc out of their social media bio and then changsa being a rebel saying fuck you we're seven basically like cube you on thin ice i feel like the only group from them that hasn't been wild in recently is g idol I i feel like they're just like kind of sitting back and watching what's happening i agree it's just like i get so much pleasure about seeing these older k-pop groups who are like you know what fuck you i do what i want i love this chaos i love this for us i mean like january if you think about it has just been absolute chaos between got seven and then all of this left and right my dude to be fair though we are still technically in 2020 by the lunar calendar so we haven't rid the the devil that is 2020 until next month so So basically any bullshit that happens right now can still be attributed to 2020 energy. That's what I'm saying. So what is our actual topic today since we kind of got way left turn? Look, that happens when some shit is going on in the K-pop world. But the topic that we are discussing today is actually from a fan advice article uh, that Amber wrote a little while back titled The Modern Fandom Home. So if you are older like we are, unfortunately... (laughs) It's technically seen as unacceptable to kind of have posters and shit hanging all over your room. So there have been people that show off basically how they rep their favorite groups while being a little bit 
more subtle is I guess the word I would use for that. Um, Cause especially, you know, if you have roommates and they come into your room and everything is like wall to wall covered in K-pop, people judge you pretty harshly for that. So there are people that are sort of talking about how to be as, I don't really know how to put it into words, but to like be a huge fan, but sort of, I don't want to say class it up, but like No, that's actually a perfect way to go for it. I know I talked about in the article, it's like after a certain age, having your room look like a crazed hormonal teenager is no longer the jam. Um, And so learning how to be a classy fan with hobbies. I mean, if Star Wars fans and like action movie fans are able to classily show off their love and their hobby in their homes, why can't K-pop fans? It's um, a weird topic for me because I have always been one of those people, like since I was very young, that covered my walls head to toe in whatever I'm interested in. So when I was like a teenager, like my room was full of video game posters and it's like the entire thing, like every single wall as much as it can be covered. And I still kind of do that with my K-pop stuff. Um, When I was, I was living with my brother uh, at his apartment and like I finished decorating, he walked in, he was like, what the hell did you do to my apartment? Like... (laughs) because I have stuff all over the place. But more recently, I have started, like, one of the things that we talk about there is putting stuff in frames. Uh, you would not believe how much a frame classes up just a, just a poster. Literally, though, and also it, like, keeps your poster so pristine. I unfortunately can't use frames in my apartment here in Korea, but when I lived in the States, I would mount my posters in, like, all sorts of different colored frames, and it literally like elevates your room from teenage girl status and it's like bruh it looks so classy uh for me like i was similar where like when i was a teenager like early college years i used to have posters up all the time and then i moved rooms in the house and ever since then it's just like i like my posters but at the same time it's just like i've kind of grown out of that phase and now i'm trying to like incorporate more merchandise like in a smaller scale for me So like one of the things I have in my room, aside from um, I buy prints off of people who make really, really nice artwork and themes around um, certain groups. And I have one of them framed up, but I also have like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a, um, I don't want to say mesh. It's kind of like something where I can hang things on. And like, I like to um, put like different photo cards and like little Polaroids in there along with my sunglasses. That way it's just like something a little small where it's not like, wow, it's in your face. I mean, that sounds really cool. I know something that I've started doing here in Korea is I'll buy prints or um, frames from fan sites that take photos. When they host exhibitions, they will mount their photos in like canvas frames. They're a little pricey, but like depending on the photo you get, no one will look twice on it unless they are a fan of that artist and recognize it. Like I have a beautiful Jimin print from Invictus, I believe. I think it was Invictus that like you cannot tell that it's Jimin because it's his silhouette, but like it makes a very classy like addition to things. So like you can still show off your fangirl side. You just got to do a little tweaking to it now. One of the things that I was told is that like if your room is covered in posters, 
that's like super obvious. No boy is going to want to come into your room. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that one, but like the idea of getting like the more like artwork or prints or like the silhouette photo that Amber mentioned is that it's more subtle so that stupid boys won't know what it means when they look at it. I mean, not to be a little not safe for work, but I have posters up in my apartment here in Korea and I have no problem bringing boys in my house. So. <laughs> I think I think people say that to scare you. Um, my My whole belief is that if you don't fuck with the posters, you can get the fuck out of my house, to be honest. If they can't handle a bunch of eyes looking at you, if we're going at it, then you have no reason to be in my life. Like, come on, they're posters. Like, you should be more afraid of the freaking uh, the plushies I got at the foot of my bed than the posters. Okay, honestly, what bitch does not have plushies all over her room? I want to know. Like, my plushies are K-pop related, so you can't handle the posters, you can't handle the plushies. Shooky like- stays in the <laughs> in the area. We don't let Shooky get out of the room, so get used to it. Like, both my two-tongue gums will judge you for your lack of game. Yeah, all of my plushies, like, they're all in one place but i'm just like no they still stay my plushies are actually used as like a a barrier between the wall and my bed for my dog because when she jumps off the bed she like could slam into the wall so i have a shit ton of plushies (laughs) on my floor just so she doesn't hurt herself and those don't go anywhere your dog is one of my favorite things (laughs) lucy's old okay she can't help it (laughs) One of my, um, one of the things that I really like that I talked about in the article are shadow boxes, because I know um, we get banners, and we get like wristbands or your ticket stubs, and I know in my early K-pop days, I would collect the confetti or the streamers, I don't know if you did that, and so like mounting them all prettily inside your boxes makes it to where you can have those keepsakes and like display them without it looking like messy or disheveled i don't know about you guys but i've come home from a concert and found confetti in my shirt that i didn't know was there i agree i've done that too but yeah i actually speaking of shadow boxes i've recently just bought one like maybe a couple of weeks ago maybe a month ago um and i have yet to um decorate it but I'm just like I'm so excited to put memorabilia from concerts from past concerts in there just be like dang I attended all of these concerts I do think a shadow box is like a super great idea for that because I feel like we as fandom people sort of collect everything we can from an event so an example would be like KCON if you've been to KCON you know that you get like they used to have like gift bags for people that had stuff where you can buy memorabilia and like like if you keep your wristbands I personally like put them in a box and then don't look at them. I just keep them. Um, So a shadow box is a great way to sort of put all of the stuff from a single event in there just so you can look at it and remember, you know, all of the fun times. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going stir crazy. I would like to attend a concert or be able to travel right now. Same, same. I mean, I'm a former Warped Tour person. So like all of my KCOM bracelets went right with the Warped Tour ones because that RFID magic, man. I know an idea that I've been playing with um, is a like, 
like a spice rack, but for your light sticks. Does that make sense? I don't feel yes. like that makes yes, sense. Yes, it does. Hold on a second because I have been doing, okay. I just got really excited because like my dad likes to build things, right? So like he's built like a desk for my brother and shit. So I went to my dad. I was like, I have all these light sticks that are just sitting in my closet. Do you think that you could make like a stand that could fit them so I could put them up somewhere? So I currently have that in the works. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think that's something that a lot of K-pop fans like, at least with light sticks, you feel like you use them like once and then never look at them again. And it's like, I kind of want to put them on display so I can see them. I mean, I would argue with that because I use light sticks when my power goes out because why buy flashlights when I have like seven already in my apartment? Like, I don't know about y'all. I don't know. Roxy, do you have an Eliabot or an Exo light stick? No, I don't have any Exo light sticks. Okay, so the Exo light sticks are known for how fucking bright they are. Literally, people... I've seen pictures online of fans that use them as their makeup light or they'd use it to light their bathroom so they don't have to like flip other switches on. I know personally, I have used the Stray Kids light stick when we were having monsoon season last year and I lost power and I was just like, I'm gonna light my candles and I'm just gonna like put some batteries in my light sticks and I used those because why spend money when I have $60 flashlights already? That's a fair point. Uh, I think that like, For one of my light sticks, I put like a sticker across it. So when I open to put batteries in, the sticker is going to break because I'm an idiot. But like, I don't know why I've never thought of that. I just want to be able to look at them, you know, because they're so they're so pretty. I just want I just want to look at them every day. And I can't right now. And you spend so much on those light sticks, too, because it's just like I currently store mine in a bag in my closet. But I'm just like, I'd like to be able to look at some of them. The only four that I have out currently are my GOT7 BTS light sticks and my BAP ones. But all the other ones that I have are stored in my closet. And I'm like, what am I going to do? with all of this plus like you know how they come out with versions of light sticks so i have like three versions of the army bomb what the hell am i gonna do with the other two use them as flashlights if they're out already they're easier to use as flashlights because right now they're in the back of my closet exactly so you get your little light stick spice rack thing and you like plop them in the little slots in the shelf and like have a little box next to it where you keep batteries and if you have a power outage and be like fam don't worry about searching for flashlights come to my room and I got 12 on the wall take your pick once uh once the one that my dad makes gets finished I'll have to share photos because I'm very excited to see what he's going to do to make it work because I don't think there's really a design for that it kind of makes me think of like what you know when you get ice cream cones at like Baskin Robbins or something and they have a little thing that when they put the ice cream in and they drop it in the little like the little slotted shelfy thing they have to like holds the cone up do you know what I'm talking about honestly I haven't been to Baskin Robbins in years so no but I think I get an idea of what you're trying to say so like it's like a square box looking thing where there's like holes where you put like the cone in and then they'll pick up the cone and put the ice cream in before they hand it to you so like I picture the light stick spice rack similar to that yeah the only issue is that like with the light sticks I have the size like the circumference of the bottom is different in every single one which can be a problem I mean that's fair I know something that I'm excited to try once I settle into a more permanent house and I finally unfortunately move back to America um is that I've been seeing people frame like album covers or like pictures that their idols take and post on social media and frame those in like collage style. I think that would be a really pretty thing to like do like an accent wall with 
like album covers or something like that. Yeah, that actually, because I was thinking about this because, you know, every 80s album comes with like little uh, photos of each member, right? So I had been on a mission while I was looking for frames for like some sort of collage that you can make. And a note to anybody that wants to do that, make sure that you get your your stuff in a smaller size because if it's like eight by 11, you're not gonna be able to find a collage that works. But like even just putting frames together in a certain way on your wall is like a really good way to display it. So I've actually considered doing that with like the Hong Jung photos that come with, uh, with all of their albums. Because otherwise they just kind of sit there. Yeah, I've literally, talking about that made me want look at the, the 80s album sitting on my shelf. I'm like, that would be a good thing to do with them. Another thing I've seen is that people display the CDs from their album. I'll have to find the TikTok. But I don't know if you guys have seen it, of like the, the hexagon mirrors with the little foam thing they put in the middle and then they plop the CD in the middle of it. That's actually really interesting because like what other use is the CD for at this point? Because like my laptop doesn't even have a port for CDs anymore so like it's really a cool idea to to, like frame those so we're not just buying the album for the photocard serotonin boost but to actually use like the stuff that's inside it I mean because like it's becoming like popular these days to have like one of those plug-in cd players where you just mount it on the wall and it plays whatever you feel like playing but like these album designers do not put the design on the cd for them to hide in the box For me, my CDs are actually, I use them in my car because my car actually still has a CD player in it. So I'm actually listening to certain CDs um, in my car. I do have my own CD case for it. But yeah, some of these things, it's just like, especially if um, the company decides to put the member's face, if they decide to do that. I'm looking at you at certain groups. You know who you are. It's like, oh, it's really nice. But it's a shame that no one else gets to see it unless you open the box. That's another thing too, is like repurposing what comes in the album. Because if you think about all of the stuff that they send you in an album, there's so much that can be done with it where you don't even need to buy like extra posters or anything like that. Like half the time, if you buy an album on Amazon, it comes with a free poster. So like now I have way too many posters. I can't do anything with them. (laughs) Like, so like you don't even have to buy these illustrations and stuff that we were talking about unless you want to. Um, I mean, like- Roxy, hypothetically speaking, if our listener were to reach out to you about your poster collection. Yes, I would sell them for decent prices because I need them out of here. You guys heard that. Like if you like tweet at us, reach out to Roxy, be like, hey, about those posters. I have a million GOT7 posters, a million Monster X posters, some SF9 posters. It's kind of crazy. BTS also. Lots yeah, of take some posters, posters off my hands too, please, because I have way too many that I'm like, I don't think I could ever like put these up. There's a few that I'll keep just because it's like memorabilia, but I'm just like, other than this, take them off my hands, please. I was just thinking about like posters because I'm in the process of packing, guys, because I'm moving cities and I have like four poster tubes sitting in the back of my bookshelf with all the extra posters I get from doing like because in Korea when an album goes on pre-sale you have the option to buy the bundle with every option version of the album in it and then they give you every version of the poster and so I'm just like I don't have room for all of these um so like I only have like our best boys mont on the wall a, a stray kids poster and like exo's poster from two albums ago because it honestly if you didn't look at it if you didn't know who exo was you'd think it was a movie poster but also like because i i take part in this a lot um i go on etsy and i buy a lot of like fandom stuff 
Um, so another way to sort of showcase like your fandom life is like my favorite thing in the world is enamel pins. I have so many of those. I even have a pin board that has all of them. And they're usually very, they're more subtle, obviously, than a poster. But like, if you are looking for something specific, there's a ton of 80s ones. There's a ton of BTS ones that even just have the lyrics or have like an illustration with the lyrics. And there's some like really cool stuff that is like fandom based, but more subtle on Etsy. As an example, yesterday, I just bought a set of chopsticks that has August D shit on it. Like it's really cool. I wouldn't be able to eat with them. I'd be just be like, these are pretty and then just do nothing with them. I know like it's it's a lot to think about. Um, and we've talked about like being a subtle fan. Um, I know in a prior fan advice article that I think we talked about it, like fandom fashion. I think we've talked about it on an episode of the podcast. You can be a K-pop fan from when you're 13 to when you're 300. Um, and learning how to like incorporate those things into your life is always a very interesting thing. Like there's some references that, like you would put up in your apartment that another person might not recognize. I mean, like Jay and Roxy would recognize if I put a very ornate uh, hourglass as a centerpiece on my on my uh, coffee table. That's what it's called. But like someone else may be like, oh, she just has a quirky design idea. Yeah, that's when you when you think about like storylines that go along with like your favorite K-pop groups. There's usually like an item that means something that can be used as like a centerpiece. But like one thing that I really like that I have just recently framed was some uh, illustrations of like BTS albums. So one of them was like an Augusty. Um, had a quote from um i believe it was so far away so it had like the the background album cover with the lyrics on it and they have other stuff in the shop i got a most beautiful moment in life which had like the blue album cover illustration with lyrics from butterfly on it so like if you're looking for subtle there's plenty of stuff like that so if i put those up on my wall nobody is gonna know what it means unless they know you know about bts basically and for me, um, another thing that I have for me, it's a little like, mm, yeah, it could be subtle because like you can't really notice it unless you like look up closely to it. Is that I have like a small cork board where I have all my enamel pins and I'm planning on hanging it up in my room. And I have not just K-pop enamel, enamel pins. I have enamel pins that I've accumulated from different anime, from different TV shows and everything. Like, especially when I went to Comic-Con, one of like the free swag things that they give out at conventions are enamel pins, if you're lucky enough. Other times you do have to pay for it. And so it's just like, when you look up close to it, it's like, oh, those are enamel pins. That are That's so cool. Like you can display them like this. And I've seen other people, like they have framed cork boards that are for their enamel pins and I'm like I wish I could do that but I like how mine's a little like it's really nice but I want to keep mine even more simple so it's just like it's a small little thing but I think it's really cute to have in um my room where it's just like yeah you're you're a fan of k-pop but you also have other things that you like too on that cork board and it's just like oh those are cool pins I mean, like, we talk a lot about, like, our bedrooms, but, like, hypothetically, let's just hypothetically say we all live in our own little one-bedroom apartment. So if we were to design the modern K-pop fan home, let's start in the living room. Would we base each room off, like, an artist or, like, a song? Or would we try to blend different eras of one group into our entire home? 
This is an interesting one for me because I have been considering this. So like, obviously your bedroom is going to be probably the most flamboyant, at least in terms of like what you're willing to have out there. Right. At least mine is my bedroom is like covered in shit. I don't, I don't care. Um, but like my first thought would be to take these lyric photos that I'm talking about, um, would to like have those on the wall. And I think it would be interesting to do like a theme. So like everybody knows that the most beautiful moment in life is my favorite thing. So I think that having stuff decorating that sort of alludes to that would be like a really, really cool thing. Would so you I guess pick, like, color scheme based off of it? You mean like in terms of furniture and stuff? Furniture, upholstery, carpet, window trimmings. Uh, just the thought of that is so much money. But actually, I do think that would be cool just to sort of like fit in the theme, not necessarily like because when you said that, my first thought is like, there's a couch in the I need you music video. Like I wouldn't try to replicate that necessarily, but like just to make an overall theme. Yeah, I think I would, but I'm also a designer by trade. So like that is something that would appeal to me is to make things all fit into a single theme. What about you, Jay? So like we're all going to hypothetically decorate our house right now. Let's start in our living room. For me... I think it it would have to be, oh gosh, this is hard to pick because it would be something where I try to incorporate most of the group, um, like overall. But I think if I had a era that really resonated with me, which is hard to pick for certain ones, I would center it around that, whether it's like a monochromatic kind of look. I... I'm on the realm of trying to be as minimal as possible while still trying to keep it like, oh, I know exactly like where you got the inspiration for having that one particular thing or those couple of things. Or if I, if I really wanted to, like I could center it around, but I'm not center it around like my favorite members per se and be like, oh, like this thing reminds me of this member. This thing Don't lie, reminds Jay, me your of living room will be all hobbycore. Don't lie. But I'm not like that. Like, I like hobbycore stuff, but I'm just like, I'm not, that's not really like how I dress myself or anything like that. I love colors. Don't get me wrong. I do. But I am more of like, I, I have to keep things in a monochromatic way. Now that you mention it, I would absolutely make my living room August D themed without a second thought. Lots I'm so, of black and gold. I'm so into that aesthetic. It would be my entire life. For me, I was thinking about it. I think my living room, I would stick to like album aesthetics, not like per artist. And so like my living room where I'd like entertain people, I think I would like style it after the Carnival album by BAP. So like lots of colors and like pastels and things like fun furniture, maybe like end tables instead of a coffee table stuff like that that would be super colorful because just thinking about that album is like it's so much color punch you in the face pink but like a subtle like blush on the wall like you know how like walls tend to be like super white maybe just like tinted pink and then do like say like white curtains or like a soft pastel like blue curtain and then like like a darker colored furniture like I'm trying to think of the color wheel and the colors of that album right now without making my room look like the inside of a poly pocket I feel like when it comes to like 
repping our brand, if you will. We're all on different parts of the parts of the scale. So like Jay says that she wants to be very minimalistic. Amber's kind of in the middle and I just don't care. Like I would, when I was young, my wall was painted like sky blue, super bright blue. So I just like, I like vibrancy in like my living space. So like in my office and in my bedroom, I just have all of my interests scattered all over the place and kind of a mess. So I just think that's interesting that we all are on different parts of the spectrum. I mean, my kitchen would be like as if fucking 80s threw up in it because like, hell yeah. What do pirates do? They like to eat and drink, my dude. Can you imagine having like a BAP living room and an 80s kitchen? What would be the bedroom then? Uh, Not K-pop. It would be definitely like maybe some Dean themed Dean. shit. <laughs> By the way, release Dean out of the dungeon. Thanks. Anyways, um... Where the fuck is Dean, please? (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, I like minimal, but I think I would also keep it a lot of earth tones. Like, so like I'm looking at my albums like maybe the you like you know the in life albums by Stray Kids that like yellow and red tone that they had. Yes, I could see that. Yeah, because I was just like I like. Uh, for me it's like I guess it's like I'm so used to having such a like I'm trying to downsize my room as much as possible now like for like personally like currently like I back then I used to have so much that I'm like okay the clutter is just a little too much for me even though I kept things a lot more organized it's like uh too much stuff starting to feel claustrophobic in my own room that it's just like that's why I want to I go the minimal route just because it's like certain accent pieces will be the main focus not necessarily that everything has to be filled in this room whether it's the living room the bedroom it's just like keep it on a smaller scale but like you would know once you see it I mean definitely like designing a room around an aesthetic doesn't mean it needs to be like full of shit like I would get so overwhelmed with a room being just like full of stuff and be like ah, I can't even hear my own thoughts that's funny because I'm the exact opposite. Like when it comes to my age, because I'm 27, I'm old. Um, I have to act like an adult all the time. But like when I, my room, like the way I decorate, I just regress into being 13. See, my room is different. Like, would I be able to get work done in my bedroom? No, no. Bedroom can be my 13-year-old inner child threw up on everything. But like my office space would have to be completely different. And like, if I want like an album theme, it'd probably be Monster X because like, they're all like black colored, sleek stuff. So like black mahogany desk, one of those big winged desk chairs, like shelves that go over my desk with like plush sitting with a little marble coffee table. I don't know. I think it's kind of important, at least for younger people to know that like, even when you grow up and you kind of go out on your own, um, that like, you don't necessarily have to get rid of the things that you enjoy. So you can find ways to sort of incorporate it um, in a grown up way if you want to, or you can just be me and throw it all on the wall and not care. (laughs) But you know, it's you can do so much with it. Absolutely. Like, we all joke about it. And like, yeah, we look like we're 13. But like, honestly, you're never too old to like the things you like. And like, the whole thing, like, boys will never want to come into your room with the boys all over your wall. Uh, Like I said, I call bullshit. But if they don't fuck with the posters, they're not down for you. Because like, who else is going to cry with you when your bias releases something or like a major event happens in the K-pop world? Like, if they ain't down to down to clown, you don't want them. 
Exactly. It's a good litmus test. Cause like if they, if they get freaked out by the posters, they ain't worth their time anyway. Find a new one. It went from modern fan to relationship advice. God, I love you too. I mean, it happens. I mean, you're not wrong. It's just like it, like if I can be cool with what you like, you have to be cool with what I like. And exactly. No man can tell you that your interests are messed up. See, that's a thing that they do and they're not allowed to do that. We don't allow that anymore. Same thing for you ladies and ma- ladies who like ladies and males who like males. Same thing. Your partner says your interest sucks and you can't like that. Kick him to the curb. Like you have, like, I'm just like, I'm not even going to bother fighting, but it's just like, you will be damned if you try to get me away from what I like. Uh, goodbye. God, we started a K-pop relationship corner tonight. Good for us. <laughs> Look, we have had enough experience to know, so. <laughs> Man, so... Do we have final thoughts on the modern K-pop home? I think my only input, it really, it's that just like do what you want and don't let anybody tell you that it's not okay. And if you want to be more minimalist and less loud about it, then there are plenty of ways to do that and still show off what you enjoy. My thoughts exactly. Like if you're going to, however you want to decorate your room or your living space, go ahead and do it. Like, I like that's your space this is what you're coming home to it should be something that brings you comfort and joy you should and then if somebody's gonna come run through your room and be like what the fuck is this screw them like whether it's a partner or like a friend it's just like they don't understand and they don't have to they really don't have to like this is your space if it makes you happy then go with it I think that sums up that So is it time for Rookie of the Week? Indeed, it is time for our little rookie artist highlight. So uh, this week we chose the girl group Wu Ah. They are a five-member group that debuted uh, last year in May. I believe they've had three songs come out as title tracks so far. Um, They did lose one member along the way in August, but other than that, they've been going pretty strong. So The thing about Wua is that I had always heard about them, but like they came out at the same time as Secret Number, who like super popped off uh, with their with their debut track. So I feel like they were kind of pushed a little bit to the side in that case. And at least for me, I don't know about you guys, but like all of the thumbnails that I saw from them or like the teasers were like super, super like cutesy and like the type of aesthetic that doesn't draw me in necessarily. So I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised when I went to go listen to their songs. I agree. Like I, it was one of those things where like, I know who they were by name, but never really looked into them until we did start doing um, research for this week. And then I was like, I started listening to them and their debut song, I was like, oh, this is a set, like, I did not expect this is the type of sound that you're going to come out with. And then I looked at the other music videos and I was just like, okay, I, you know what? I can get behind them. I can get behind this. And you know me, I've expressed it thoroughly in this podcast that it's hard for me to get into girl groups. And, but I'm just like, I like this. I like them. I'm on the fence because the fact that they literally sound like every girl group that came out in 2020. There is, I get what you're saying. There is some of that. Cause I mean, I really like their debut track myself. Um, I like their rapping style. So I'm not sure which member it was, but one of them has a very like intense sort of, I forgot the word. Husky. An inten- 
It's a bit husky if you think about it. Yeah, so I just like the her tone when she's rapping a lot. And um, when it comes to concepts, at least, so like in the debut music video, I saw one of them wearing an Iron Maiden shirt and I was like, okay, now you have my attention because I didn't see this coming. I don't know why all of their teasers and stuff, all the stuff that they, like if you put their name into YouTube, all the video thumbnails that come up show them like as like the cutesy, almost Lolita kind of thing where they're acting like they're cute little girls. <laughs> Um, I don't like that very much. So the music itself is different from that. And you wouldn't really guess that based on what they use for the thumbnail. But as Amber said, there is a bit of that sound that is very similar to, you know, the comebacks of 2020 girl groups. I think their second song had more of that EDM sort of feel that reminded me of Secret Number. Definitely. I think it really just comes from the fact that 2020 really was the year of the girl group, but I think that all of them were competing to get the same sound that had become the standard for girl groups, like the, like Itzy, like they want to be and not shy were like the songs of 2020. And so like everyone was trying to like replicate the vibrability of those two songs with their new groups. And so it's just like, like I get there's only so many concepts and sounds you can do, but there's a way to take the same sound and make it your own. And I just, I don't think they found their sound yet. I mean, you know, they just debuted, like it's been less than a year. So it, you know, it makes sense that they would still have to find their sound because a lot, not a lot of groups find that immediately. There's very few number of groups that hit it right off the bat. So I guess for me, it's more like, because I don't listen to girl groups as much as they did in 2020, um, say for the artists that we did cover for the podcast, like there wasn't anything that really like piqued my interest fully. So like hearing Wua for the first time, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, there was one thing that like personally, like I didn't really resonate with, with their debut song. Cause I loved the, the verses, like the sound for the verses, but the pre-chorus, I guess it's a pre-chorus. I was like, oh, what is this? Um, I don't know how I feel about this. And then when they actually started saying wah um, in that part portion, I was like, okay, why didn't they just make this the whole chorus instead? But I guess. So that's my only little qualm about it. It's just like, this is a weird mix of sounds, but I'll let it slide because the verses, especially when the members rap, I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Like this, this is what grabbing my attention more of this please i need more tracks before i can make a proper judgment that's because like i tend to be more critical of girl groups and that's because i'm like i'm an old generation girl group brand i was a big like 21 four minute person and so like i really like diversity in my girl groups and their releases and so i need to like hear more yeah i mean they're still more to be done obviously they haven't really had the chance to do too much yet especially because covid with like the smaller companies was like a really big deal and made it difficult for them but i do think the most striking thing for me with them is just the contrast between their songs and the way that they're marketed um so if you're like me and aren't super big into the super cutesy thing uh don't let that deter you necessarily i just i don't understand why they do that 
to be honest. So what's our ruling on it? For me, it's not a no, but it's not a yes either. It's a let me sit on them a little longer. I honestly, I think I'll give it a yes because they also have a song about boys being stupid and that's my aesthetic. So I'm just going to go with a yes on this one. I will also say yes and excited to see what they're going to put out next just to see how much they're going to grow because they are freshly debuted so they're I mean they can only go up from here I hope I really hope all right so I think it's time for us to wrap up any last thoughts you guys love what you love like what you like um it's good to have a hobby in these corona times um make sure you're washing your hands clean those hands it's important uh for me it is uh share if you have if you made it this far actually in the episode share with us your modern home what you do for um your setup at home because we'd like to see that and definitely we like to interact with those types of tweets and we're just like ooh, we can always take ideas off of each other there's nothing wrong with that and make it your own and then yeah just wash your hands wear a mask please And as always, keep an eye out on our website for all of our new content that comes out every week. So this has been the CrazeCast and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.